Bless the name of the Lord our God for another time on this podcast. I am your regular host, Pastor Abiola Olatunji of Shop of Glory Church. We thank God for all that God has been doing in your life outside there and also in my life. I would like to begin a new series on the book of Ruth. I would like us to do some eschatological study of the book of Ruth. And then I'm, do, I'm deriving a title out of this book of Ruth, The Emergence of a New Season. And I believe the Lord that God will use this book of, of Ruth to bring about a new thing in your life and the name of the Lord alone shall be glorified in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for another time to share your word and trusting you that the word of God that we are going to hear today shall be of great blessing to your people and Jesus alone shall be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, from the book of Ruth, we'll learn some basic principles in the scripture and characters of people, personality in that same story. And we all know that it was the book of Ruth that introduced us into the lineage of Christ. And we'll learn about Elimelech, we'll learn about Ruth, we'll learn about Naomi, we'll learn about Boaz, these are basic characters in that story that will be of great blessings to us. But I'd like to take us to the book of Ruth chapter 1 verse 1 to 2 as we take our journey. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech and the name of his wife Naomi, and the name of his two sons, Melon and Shilon, Ephratite of Bethlehem, Judah, and they came into the country of Moab and continued there. I stopped there. The Bible talks about a man called Elimelech of Bethlehem, Judah. And the meaning of Bethlehem, Judah means the house of bread. And the meaning of Elimelech means God is my king. And the meaning of Naomi means beauty. Now the scripture explained to us that there was a famine in the land. And a certain man whose name is called Elimelech decided to go to the country of Moab to sojourn in a strange land. Now the man called Elimelech, the meaning means God is my king never understand the prophetic plan of God for his life. He never understood in details what God has intention for him as an individual. Now, he, by God's design, he ought to be the progenitor by which Christ Jesus should come. That is the ultimate plan of God for him. 
He has said it, the meaning of Elimelech is, God is my king. And because God becomes your king, he takes over the affairs of your life. He rules over the affairs of your life. He has a prophetic plan. He has a prophetic agenda for your life. To every child of God, God has a prophetic plan for your life. And at times, God will take you through some journeys in life to prepare you for that wish he wants to do in your life. Take, for example, the life of Jeremiah. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, God spoke to him. He said, before you are conceived in the womb, I have known you. I have ordained you to be a prophet unto the nation, to root out, to destroy, to pull down, to overthrow. That was the prophetic plan of God for Jeremiah. And Jeremiah was able to walk into that prophetic plan. Another example in the Bible is Moses. He was drawn out of water. God has a prophetic plan for Moses. Despite the fact that he grew up in the house of Pharaoh, the Bible says he came to a time in his mind. He reasoned within himself. He had a premonition that God has raised him to be a deliverer for the children of Israel. But the timing has not come. And when he went out to kill the Egyptian and he was trying to settle the dispute between the two Israelis, they said, who made you to be a ruler over us? And immediately he heard that he ran away. But that he ran away and he ran for his life and went to the, house, to the land of Midianite does not mean that the prophetic plan of God for him has come to an end. But what happened was that God took him back. He saw a strange sight which he has never seen in his life. And it was there that the ultimate plan of God was unfolded to him. The same thing to Joseph. When you read the account of Joseph in Genesis 37, God has a prophetic plan for Joseph. God showed him a vision of what is going to happen in his life in the future. And what was the vision God showed him? He saw the 12th star, he saw the, 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 the 12, uh, 11 star bind down to him. And when he saw that vision, instead of him to conceive it into his mind, he relate the story to his brother and they became envious and they sold him into Egypt. But because Joseph knew the prophetic plan of his life, when you find out in the book of Genesis, when his brother came to the land of Egypt to buy corn, and after revealing himself to them, he said, God sent me ahead of time. To preserve posterity. That what you have done to me is not an issue. I knew that I am sent. Into the land of Egypt. For a specific purpose. But in the case of Elimelech. It was not God. That sent him to the land. Of Moabites. In the case of Moses. Moses went to the land of Midianite. For a purpose of hiding. In the case of Joseph, God sent Joseph ahead of time to prepare because God have already told Abraham that your descendant shall be a stranger in a foreign land for 400 years. And after that 400 years is accomplished, he will bring them back into the land of promise. So God has already prepared that way. But in the case of this man called Elimelech, whose name is God, is my king, has never taking time to find out why that name is God is my king. Because in the plan of God, a king must proceed from his loins. And if a king is going to proceed from his loins, 
being God is my king means I am subject to whatever the king is saying. And then the scripture says, there was famine in Bethlehem, Judah, the house of bread. There was scarcity at that moment. Instead of Elimelech to find out what is the plan of God, why will God allow such things to happen? He decided to take his wife and his two sons, prophetic children, into the strange land. And the land it took them to, if you find out the land of Moabites, the Moabites and the Ammonites were the descendants of Lot as a result of insects with his children. He had insects with his two daughters and they produced the Ammonites and the Moabites. Now for him to be able to go to a place of that, when God himself has said that no Moabite will enter into the congregation of the people of God until their seventh generation. So why will you find yourself in such a strange land? It's just like the way David said, those who take us in captive ask us to sing the lost song. And we say, how can we sing the lost song in a strange land? People of God out there, you need to understand that there is a prophetic plan of God for your life. And there is a prophetic agenda that God wants you to run. And because God has a prophetic plan for your life and a prophetic agenda, many a times it will subject you to some situation to test you. It will subject you to loneliness. It will subject you to isolation just like the case of Elijah. Elijah, after he prophesied that there won't be rain, he was isolated. God will take you through some difficult times in life. Take you through the rough road in life. Take you through some, some unpleasant situations in life. Not because he does not love you. But they are part of the process in fulfilling the prophetic plan of God for your life. There is no man that will amount greatness in life that God will not subject through some rigorous experiences of life. They are all materials and tools in the hand of God that God wants to use to take you to where he has chosen for you in destiny. So the Bible says a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah. He was not the only man in Bethlehem, Judah. But because he was so myopic, he was so short-sighted, he could not see beyond his present situation. He was a man that is always in haste. He was a man that can no longer go through pains of life. He always he has an alternative of what he wants to do. And because he has an alternative, immediately he saw little challenges. He decided to leave the place where God himself has chosen. And the Bible says, himself and his two wives, they went into the land of Moab and sojourned there. And the scriptures say, and they continue there. The question is, was it the Lord that asked him to go? We need to come to terms if we are going to break into our season. To know the timing of God for everything we do in life. Is it the time? Is it an acceptable time? 
Is it the time for me to get myself involved in what I'm doing? Is it the time for me to let go? The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 that there is time for everything upon the earth. Part of the problem of Christian today is that we do not understand divine timing. We run ahead of time. We do things ahead of time. But we need to understand that when it comes to the things of the Spirit, there is a language of the Spirit. And that language of the Spirit is at the fullness of time. So when the fullness of time came, the Bible said God sent His only begotten Son in the book of Galatians. So when the fullness of time have not come for a thing, and you go ahead of that time, you may suffer calamities. The fullness of time in God's timing is not the fullness of time in man's timing. So there is time for everything. Every step we take, every decision, we must be able to subject everything to God. Even when you are going through tough time in your life, the question you should ask is, Lord, what are you saying in this situation? On many occasions, God may decide to be quiet. So what do you do when God chooses to be quiet? What do you do when it looks as if heaven is not responding to your prayers? What do you do when it looks as if everything you know you can do as a person, you have done it, and yet there is no word from the Lord? All you need to do at that time is to wait. And you may ask, for how long? As long as you are still alive, you keep waiting. Because your life, you are not here on that by accident or by proxy. You are here to fulfill eternal purpose. And when it comes to fulfilling the eternal purpose of God, you are not the one that determines it. He determines it. There's a man in the book of Luke. The Bible says his name was Simon. And it was revealed to him by the Holy Ghost that he will not see death until he see Messiah. That old man, he was in the temple when Jesus was brought in to be dedicated. And he lifted up his eyes and said, my eyes have seen the salvation. Why? It was revealed. And somebody may be asking, if immediately it was revealed to Simon, he kept staying in the temple. He, he decided to reside in the temple, waiting for the manifestation of the things that was revealed to him. Elimelech did not receive any signal from heaven, despite the fact that he carried a prophetic name. God is my king. He never waited. He never understand. He never understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God. The mysteries of God are wrapped up in timing. When the time comes for God to lift you, no gate of hell can stand. When the time of God comes to favor you, is it the set time to favor Zion is as come. So if the set time have not come to favor, there is nothing you can do. All you need to do is to wait patiently. Elimelech did not wait patiently. Elimelech was a man that had all the blueprint of what he intended to do. And he knows how to run about his own agenda. Thinking that agenda may be divine agenda. Remember, Isaac will have fallen short into the same trap. In Genesis 26, when there was famine in the land, 
he decided to go down together and God appeared he said do not go down together stay in this land that is people who have a clear cut understanding of the prophetic mandate of God for their life if you are going to step into the new season of God for your life you must understand what is the prophetic mandate of God the prophetic agenda of God very very clear that we must be able to know you must be able to know when the paradigm shift is changing when the divine clock is changing when god is trying to change his clock many a times we still hold on to our old thinking that is where god is god at time might have moved from the old into another dimension god might have decided to move into another sphere of life remember in the old testament the days of moses when the book of numbers are forgotten the chapter when moses raised a brazen serpent for the children of israel and they began to worship it and the time came god told him that as long as they look up onto this brazen serpent they will not be beaten by the physical serpent and the miracle took place but instead of the children of israel to know that god have moved they began to worship the brazen serpent and they call it nehushtan God has moved away from that place. He has moved away from Mount Sinai that, is, that was burning with fire. We need to understand the movement of the Spirit. And if we are still dwelling on the old syllabus, when God has already moved into the new syllabus, we cut ourselves short from the flow of the Spirit. So Elimelech, God is my king, exalted king, the plan of God was that a king will come out of your loins, but he could not have a clear understanding of what God is saying. And he was able to lost out in the mandate and in the original plan of God. He cut his, his journey short by going into where God did not allow him to go. We need to be more careful in a time like this. If we are going to step into our new season, he said to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. The divine timing of God will help us to step into our new season. And how do we step into that new season? There will be famine. Famine may not be in terms of lack of money or lack of food. Famine may be when you see that things are not working the way you want it to work. It's not, we are not saying we should not have plans for our life. We are not saying we should not draw goals and objectives for our life. God did not create us to just be like a dummy. No. Everything you have in, as a plan must be subject to the approval of God. He said, commit your ways unto the Lord. Trust in Him. And He will bring it to power. Many a times God may ask you to go. He may allow you to go. Just like the way God told Jeremiah, he said, tell the children of Israel, they should go to the land of Babylon. They should buy land. They should build houses. Because the number of years they will spend in captivity is long. Another prophet said, no, God didn't say so. Now look at that. God told Jeremiah, they will go into captivity. And when they get to the land of captivity, they should buy properties. They should marry wives. They should give birth to children. They should build houses. Why? Because the journey in that captivity is long. What God is trying to say, settle down there. Buy property, settle down in that place first. Relax. When the time comes, I will move you again. So to that, God has already given a go ahead to the people that when you get to a strange land, don't fold your hands. 
be part of what is happening in that land. Contest for the election. Do whatever the oh God is good in that place. Why? Because God knows why he took you there and at the fullness of time, he will bring you back. He said, I will cause you to return back to this same land. But he said, buy land, build houses, marry wives, give birth to children. That was the commandment he gave to Jeremiah. And as at that time, they have not even gone to captivity. But Jeremiah prophesied what is going to be ahead of time. So when we understand the flow of the Spirit, nothing in this world will move you. Every one of us, born of God, have a prophetic agenda, have a prophetic plan. Let us walk according to the blueprint of heaven for our life. And when we flow in the dimension of the Spirit, by the time we are able to dive into the mind of God and understand the prophetic plan of God, we are not going to be moved by the circumstances that surround us. The challenges and the difficulties of the moment will not move you. Why? Because God has a plan. God told Elijah, stay by the brook of Sherit. The brook dried off. He waited to know what is the next line of action. God said, go to Zarephite. I have prepared a widow. You could see the prophetic movement of the spirit. My prayer for us today is that our life will not be like this man who has a prophetic plan over his head, but he could not discern what God is saying. And instead of him to find out what is the prophetic plan, what heaven is saying over his life and destiny, he decided to take his destiny in his hand and went into the place where God did not choose for him, and then he perished. My prayer to God is that God will help us in the time that we are in to be able to understand the flow of the Spirit understanding the timing of God for everything we do and be able to flow in accordance to the prophetic plan and the prophetic mandate. And then we'll be able to break into our new season. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.